You know, life can be deep, but God is greater and higher, and He's faithful. No matter what you go through, the good, the bad, the ugly, He meets you at every twist and every turn. And in those moments when you've got questions and you have no answers, there's one big answer that will never change, and that is God is faithful. He's always there. And all you got to do is call. No matter what the situation, no matter what the mistake, no matter what the failing, no matter your brokenness, He's there. He promises to be there. He promises to be faithful, to pick up all the pieces, to collect your tears in a bottle and wash you with them and bring restoration into your life. So hold on, my friend. Hope is just a prayer away. So never give up. Never give in. Dare to believe. One more time. Because he's faithful. Hang in there, my friend. Your blessing's just ahead. You might not see it. You might not feel it. But all you got to do is know that if God is in front of you, the blessing is right there. So reach out. Reach out to Him. Because in Him, everything you're looking for is right in the center of His heart. And all you got to do is run into the center of it and let Him surround you with His goodness and His grace and His mercy. He just keeps pouring it out fresh every day, waiting for you to receive it. So walk with open hands. Be willing to receive. No, you don't deserve it. None of us do. <laughs> but that's why Jesus came. To bridge the gap between you and God and give you everything you don't deserve. His love, His mercy, His grace, His goodness, His blessings. All of your dreams come true. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about what He wants to do in you. To glorify himself. Yeah, he wants to show off. He wants to use you and to show out, to show the world who he is in your life. So, have faith. Open your hands. Open your heart. Epitha. Be open. Believe. Know that his love overcomes everything in your life. So stand fast and trust Him. Trust Him to bring you through whatever it is that you're struggling with right now. Because He's faithful, my friend. I know. I'm a living witness. You can be too. Hello, I'm Michelle McKinney-Hammond. Welcome to Life Talk. We've been talking about how to make life work, how to build the life that you want. Your life is like a house. 
And in order for it to be able to stand, be strong, withstand the elements, storms, uh, sun, uh, the heat of the moment, whatever it is that's transpiring in your life, you have got to have certain things in place. We've talked about having the right foundation, erecting the right pillars, and now we're talking about tools, specifically habits as tools. And yesterday we talked about the spiritual habits. Today, let's talk about a few more habits, beginning with mental habits. Oh, yes, you've got to remember that your thought life is the driver for all of your actions. You have to be able to shift into the right gear to move in the right direction. Dwelling on issues that prove only to be unworthy distractions or power robbers is not conducive to your gaining a momentum that can lead to a life that works. We covered thoughts earlier, but I have to reiterate that you are in the position of power when it comes to your mind. It should not run you. You should run it. Do not allow the mind to run rampant. The end of the matter will be a disaster. So stand at the helm of your mind and command it. Focus on life-giving thoughts, thoughts that will be a blessing to yourself and others. When something makes you angry, the more you think about it, the angrier you get, right? It's up to you in that moment to redirect your thought life. As you decisively take dominion of your thought life on a daily basis, you will find it becoming easier to stay in the right frame of mind. God talks continually about dealing with the mind. He tells us to bring imaginations captive, not to allow our imaginations to run rampant, because they usually go to places that don't really exist. And then he tells us specifically the things to think on, positive things that will attract positive things to us. And those positive thoughts also have a lot to do with the things that we say. Yes, your mindset will spill out into words. So let's talk about verbal habits. You can speak only what you are thinking. Yes, it's true that even in jest, a man or a woman speaks out of the abundance of the heart. The heart is the place that harbors our thoughts and attitudes. Mm -hmm. We literally speak our minds. Now, here's the scary part of that. Our words set things in motion, positive or negative. The blueprint, that would be the Bible, says, and the tongue is a flame of fire. It is full of wickedness that can ruin your whole life. It can turn the entire course of your life into a blazing flame of destruction because it's set on the fire by hell itself. Ooh, that's serious. Have you ever regretted something you said and wish you could snatch the words back, but by then things had been set in motion and there was nothing you could do about it? The event seemed to take on a life of their own and all you could do was watch in amazement or chagrin. Do not take this for granted. The tongue is a catalyst of events, a creative force, you create what you say. The minute your words hit the atmosphere, a spiritual courier retrieves them to carry out what you've said, negative or positive. One of the most profound books I've ever read was by Charles Capps, who wrote many years ago, The Tongue, A Creative Force. It revolutionized my conversation and prayer life as I finally realized how much power words could have. Hmm. Think about it. God said, let there be light, and there was. So that creative power is in our DNA. God spoke things into existence, and so do we. After all, remember that in the beginning, there was nothing but the Word, who was Christ. 
The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. The Word created life. The Word created everything. God spoke, and the earth and all of its inhabitants were formed by His Word. As His children, we've inherited that same creative ability to speak things into existence. Words can build something wonderful or ruin a life. Words can come back to haunt us. This is why Paul said in the architect's blueprint, you ought to be quiet and do nothing rashly. He recommended that you also aspire to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work with your own hands. You must apply effort, lots of it sometimes, not to respond in the moment, no matter how passionate or justified you feel. What you don't say can be just as important as what you do say. Remember that. How you say what you say can be most critical of all. Speak the truth in love, not in judgment, harshness, or manipulation. If someone resists what we say because of our manner or our motives, no one will benefit, even if what we said was correct and beneficial. So have pure motives when you speak. Paul also suggested that we lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. Peter the Apostle said that a gentle and quiet spirit is very precious in the sight of God. Expensive things are rare things. Few can control their tongues, but control of your tongue is a powerful tool that will work for you. Now let's take a look at physical habits. How you care for or use your body has long-term effects on your life or can cut it short. Again, we have dominion over our bodies. They do not have dominion over us. Many await the generational maladies of their family lineage, never stopping to think that every family member who got diabetes or another malady ate the same way or had the same habits. Some who have realized this have taken control of their lives by changing their diets and being proactive about maintaining good health. And they've defied the odds, ending the cycle of bad health in their family line. Granted, we can't avoid all those ills that run in the family, but we should do what we can. Lack of exercise and self-discipline has had repercussions on countless people. Abusing the body with extremes of activity has done just as much damage. We must remember to have a balanced approach to taking care of our bodies. Resilient and fragile, our bodies must be treated with respect. After all, we each get only one although thanks to science, some parts can be replaced. The blueprint tells us the body is a temple and must be treated with reverence for what it carries, which is the Spirit of God Himself. You don't take precious cargo just anywhere. You take it only where others recognize its value. You don't submit it to abuse. No, you shelter and keep it safe. You can tell by looking at some people they've lived hard lives. You can always see the results when people abuse their bodies with rough living, substance abuse, lack of rest and exercise, and all the wrong foods. It shows big time. Except for the unforeseen occurrences in your future, the appearance of your body and the longevity of your life are, for the most part, up to you. The way you choose to maintain and sustain your body will affect your health and the length of your days. The manufacturer will not circumvent poor maintenance on your part for the body that he's left you in charge of. So feed your body the right things. 
things that fuel your well-being and renew you when you're tired. Though you may be tempted to blame others for your habits, this is not permissible. This tool is entirely within your control. The habits you use to build your life will become as natural to you as breathing. The bottom line is how you are and how you act will dictate whether your life works or doesn't. Let me leave you with this construction tip. Your habits will drive all external responses and internal pressures in your life. As long as you remember that you are ultimately in control of the tool you're using, you'll be able to wield it appropriately and make the most of your life. The long and short of it all is that all of your habits are optional. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to address whatever is on your mind on a broadcast. So why not email me at lifetalkmmh at gmail.com. Oh, and make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Michelle McKinney Hammond. Like my fan page on Facebook at Michelle McKinney Hammond. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at McKinney Hammond for even more inspiration. For your goodness and your grace and the wonders of your ways and the miracles you constantly